Greetings, Traveling Pulpit family. Vernon Sheridan here, the man with the unscripted voice. And I'm just so thankful to be a part of this day. It is a day that the Lord has made, and, and I'm glad to be a part of it, and I hope that you are also. You know, Traveling Pulpit family, I want to just just remind you how good our Lord and our Savior is. You know, and to say that he has done some miraculous things in our lives. You know, as we go down the highways and the byways of our lives and we travel on the road or we we ride on trains or or we fly in airplanes, there are so many unforeseen dangers that he protects us from, that he keeps us from 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 uh, our final destination, if you will. That is because he loves us so much, you know, but it's so much more than that. You know, it takes a a belief on our part that he protects us, that he watches over us, that he keeps us. You know, it is so much so that even to the point when our savior, Yeshua, was tempted, that he did not fail because he knew that if he failed, then all mankind would be doomed. But our Lord and our creator gave us, he gave us his only begotten son that he might be the example for us to make it out of here unscathed and unharmed. You know, the devil knows what it takes for us to be, to be tempted. And he knows our weaknesses But as I've said, our Lord and Savior has set the example of what it means to resist temptation. And even though our sinful nature and our flesh kind of throws us a, a curve every now and again, and we do fall, thank the Lord for his son's blood. Thank the Lord for the cross, because without him, without his cross, we will be doomed. There is no man perfect in this world. I don't care how much he pretends to be perfect or pretends to to show signs of perfection. There is not one of us who is perfect in this world. However, there has been one who came like us to be perfect among us, to show us the way that he is, to show us the life that he lived and to show us the forever that he has gone back to. And that truth is what cost him his cost him his his life. And his name is Yeshua. And in Matthew 4, we see where he began his ministry by being tempted. Matthew 4 says that Jesus was led up by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And after fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. And the tempter came to him and said, if you are the son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. But he said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Do you know where that comes from, traveling pulpit family? Do you know that that the devil knows how weak we are and he knows at which point to attack us? 
He knows just where to hit us and the time and the place in which to hit. You see, the flesh is weak, but it is our weakness that comes from our desire to sin. See, Eve did not fall into weakness until she ate the fruit. She was weak up until she ate. Then man who sin came in the world through. You see, this thing isn't about woman. This thing is about man. You see, when man ate the fruit, that's when sin came into the world because his weakness was to follow his wife and eat the fruit as she did. See, the flesh is weak. Even then the flesh was weak. But the weakness is the desire and then the fulfillment to sin. But over in Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy 8 and verse 3, the Lord Moses has written these words for us. And he humbled you and let you hung in. He humbled you and let you hunger and fed you with manna, which you did not know nor did your fathers know that he might make you know that man does not live by bread alone, but lives by the word, every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. You see, Jesus was only quoting scripture that Moses had already written down because Yahweh had told Moses to write these things down that man cannot and does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. But then Satan, being as crafty as he is, he took Jesus to a holy, a holy city and set him on a pinnacle of a temple and said to him, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down. For it is written, he will command his angels concerning you and on their hands, they will bear you up lest you strike your foot against the stone. Now, the enemy knows the word of God. We know this. He knows the word of God better than we do. And if you don't believe me, just be patient. Just wait. And read the Bible because if he can tell this to our savior, to the son of God, imagine what he can do to you. Imagine what he can do to us. Imagine what if he can do to me. This is why we must stay connected and we must stay in the word. This is why it is so important for us to study, to show ourselves approved because he knows the word. But here's the thing concerning his angels, Satan came from Psalms 91 verse 11 and 12, which says, for he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways on their hands. They will bear you high lest you strike your foot against a stone. So you see, he used the actual word of God to his own son. 
So if he used the, again, so if he used the word of God to his own son, imagine how messed up it is to give you back the words that you're reading, that you're actually reading, that you're actually studying. You see, this is where people get tripped up. They get tripped up because they underestimate that the enemy knows the word. But the problem is he does not stay in the word. You see, he changes subjects. Once he gets you in the word, he changes the subject. The problem is, is that we don't know when the subject has changed. We think we're still in the word and he's got us off on a high platform telling us to jump. And then what do we do? As simple minded as we are, we jump. This is why it is so important to stay in the word. It is so important to remain faithful to the word, remain faithful to the creator, remain faithful to his son, Yeshua, be protected through through the trials and tribulations, through the, the, the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit. And the devil will flee. You see. Jesus said to him, Matthew four and seven, again, it is written, you shall not put the Lord, your God to the test. He even says it. You shall not put the Lord, your God to the test. He's telling this to the devil because yes, the devil will be judged. All who follow him, the angels and the humans, because there are so many people now who have fallen away, who do not believe, who will not accept, and who have closed their ears and hardened their hearts to the word of God. He says, you shall not put the Lord your God to the test. And that's what these people are doing. They are testing the Lord. They are testing him day and night. They are, tr they are trying to get the Lord to prove himself. Well, he has already proven himself by going to the cross. So verse eight, again, the devil is not done with him. Even though the devil changed the subject, the devil is not done with him, but he thinks that, that the Messiah is tripped up because he sees the Messiah as human. He doesn't, he doesn't see the Messiah as the son of God. He knows he's the son of God, but he doesn't see him as a son of God because he sees him like he sees us a weak vessel of flesh. So here is what the devil does a third time. He, on uh, verse eight, again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the, of the world and their glory. And he said to him, all these I will give you if you fall down and worship me. If you go over. To Deuteronomy uh, 6 and 13. The Lord told Moses, it is the Lord, your God, you shall fear him. You shall serve and by his name, you shall swear. But what did what did the devil do to our Messiah in verse eight of chapter four? And verse nine, he took him to a high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And, and he said to him, all these I will give you 
if you fall down and worship me. He was virtually telling Yeshua to f- omit, to, uh, 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 what is it, uh, denounce his throne in heaven and announce his throne on earth and the kingdoms of this world will be for him. Well, see, that is where a lot of false preachers come from. This is how a lot of false preachers get their money, get their prosperity by selling God. They get their money by by not preaching the truth of the gospel, but preaching the watered down version of the gospel. You see, if the devil can use the words against our own Messiah, he can use the words against us. And we have to be very careful when we tell someone about the Lord and Christ and what it means to be saved. We have to be very careful about that. You see, because the only way to fight back against the devil is with the word. Knowing that neither you and I can defeat the devil. We can't. It's impossible. We can't defeat the devil. And don't you sit there and think for one minute that you can. What you can do, you can resist the devil. You see, this is why Ephesians 6.10 has been written and why it is so powerful for us who believe to protect ourselves from the schemes of the devil. The helmet, the belt, the shoes, the sword, the shield. The, the breastplate, that's why it is so important for us because we cannot defeat him. But it is with the power of the Holy Spirit within us that when we put on the armor of God, that we are protected against the schemes of the devil. And the devil knows he cannot defeat us. He knows he cannot defeat us with the word of God. So what he what does he do? He tries to defeat us with the works of the world by giving us reality TV, making it seem like the people lives on TV is so glit and glamour that our poor struggling lives uh, can be like that. What does he do? Because he cannot defeat us with the word. You know what he does? He gives us false teachers who tells us to give 10 and the Lord will give back a thousand. And you know what people do because because they have become defeated by the world. They give a thousand rather than ten because they expect ten thousand to come back from the Lord. And all that does is give these false teachers planes, trains and other types of automobiles in mansions. That's what it does. These satanic preachers do not preach anything concerning your salvation. But you will hear about your salvation right here on the traveling pulpit. The traveling pulpit is not afraid to talk about sin. And any man, any man who does not convict a person to come to Christ based on their sin is a false teacher. And I tell them to their face, they're a false teacher and they have no place in the kingdom of God when that day and that time happens. Because they won't make it. 
They will say to the Lord, 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 I've done all these things in your name. And he'll say, flee from me. I never knew you, you worker of iniquity. Why? Because they have given themselves over to worshiping the world and not the creator. You see, I believe when God wants to get a word to you, nothing, and I mean nothing, will interfere with him communicating with those who believe and follow. Yeah, we struggle. We, we struggling. We all who are in this together, we're, we're struggling. We're struggling as believers. We're struggling as followers. We're struggling as being faithful. But here's the thing. He is more faithful to us than we are to him. When we get down at night on our, our knees for those who do, I still do. I still get down on my knees every night and every day. Now, I won't say every night and every day. I'm no hypocrite because some days I do miss, but I do not miss a day of talking to him. I will say that I do not miss a day of talking to him. But when I get down on my knees and I pray for those in the world, not the world, but those in the world, I pray for those who will receive and accept his word. And will receive and accept his son as Lord and King. If you notice these 66 books that have been written, they have not just been read by us. They've been read by the devil. This is how he knows how to use the words against us. This is how he knows how how the Bible works. And what he knows is his time is short. Our time is eternal. You see, the authors who wrote this book, I believe they weren't interfered with. I, I honestly believe that. I don't think they, they, they were interfered with because so many people want to argue about the book. They, they want to talk about, you know, that it's it's been it's been man man made or man. Of course, it's been man made. Man had to write it, brother. Man had to write this book. How else do you think we got this book? Of course, it's been tampered with. 66 people wrote it. So somebody had to had had to had to put it together. So, yes, this book has everything we need. There have been some books that have been left out. There have been some books that that have been argued that are more meaningful than others. But here is the thing. We have 66 books of basic instruction before leaving earth. And that is what matters to me. All those other books that are outside that have could have been added or were not added. They still mean something to me, but compared to these 66 books, they mean nothing to me. Therefore, again, I believe when God wants to get a word or a message to you, nothing will interfere with him communicating with you those who believe you, those who follow. The only way to fight back against the devil is with the word of God. The devil knows once again, he knows he cannot defeat us. He cannot defeat us with the word. So what he tries to do is defeat us with the world. 
So when you look at the news and you see somebody's mama on there who says that their child was a good child, their child didn't do no wrong, their child didn't, you know, look, I don't take that from them. I believe that mama did everything she could to raise that child the right way. I believe the world took that child over. I believe the world took that child away from the word that she tried to teach him. And that is how the Satan, that is how Satan works. He can't defeat us with the word, but he defeats us in the world. And I believe that child who he or she may be gave themselves over to the world. And when you give yourself over to the world, you can guarantee 100% that you are gone. You may not be in death. You may still be walking this earth, but you are gone. You are of a reprobate mind now because you have now accepted him. Him who is the Lord of this world. You have accepted Satan, who is the Lord of this world. And all his minions, you are now a part of that. Romans, Romans tell us that. Um, uh, Leviticus tells us that you understand these things are now, or these things have now become your world and he has now become your God, lowercase G. But when you put on the whole armor of God, believer and follower, when you put on the helmet and the breastplate and, and take up the shield and the sword and, and the belt and the, 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 uh, the shoes when you put those things on, though we cannot defeat him, he cannot defeat us. The more we stay in the word, the more we resist, the more he will flee. And the more we look to Yeshua, who is the author and finisher, finisher of our faith, we will be surrounded by a cloud of witnesses who are calling our name on our behalf. Because our Savior is now at the right hand of the Father. He is working on our behalf. I believe it. And I know it. And I just pray and ask that you will give him a chance also. These days and times are uncertain. But we serve a certain Savior. We have a guarantee of being with him if we are faithful to him. And if not, we have a guarantee of not being with him. But I want all to come to know Christ for themselves, not because of me. I want all to come to know Christ individually for themselves. And here is the opportunity to do so. Romans 10, 9 says, if you believe, first you must confess, then you must believe. Let me find it real quick. So. It says, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, Romans 10, 9, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That is just the beginning. That is just the beginning. That is what makes the devil go crazy. That makes him use the word of God against you, which is why when this happens in your life when you confess with your mouth when you believe in your heart that Jesus raised God from the dead you will be saved that is the time that you should get with someone a little more seasoned than yourself 
to understand the commitment you've just made. And if I can be a part of that, if I can be any of if I can be of any help of from doing that, reach out to me at traveling at gmail.com. Also on Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram at uh, traveling pulpit ministries on Instagram, traveling pulpit ministries dot com and TikTok at TPM zero one one six. You know, this isn't a highly followed podcast, nor is it a highly popular podcast. And I believe for a simple reason, because this podcast tells the truth. It talks about the truth. It talks about being pro-life rather than pro-choice, because in Christ is life. But in the world, there is none, which is why the world looks the way it does. The world is being led in the way that is being led. But those who are of the Lord, those who are of the Christ, there is life in us. And I believe when you come to him and you follow him, there is life in you also. Well, I want to thank you once again for allowing me the opportunity to come and just share with you a few moments of what the Lord has placed upon my heart. You know that there are false teachers in the world, that there are those who are going to sell out our Lord and our Savior. Even, even in this day, I believe if even, even if he was here now, there would be someone willing to sell him out. Maybe not for 30 pieces of silver, but for $30 million, because there have been some There have been some who have been selling their people out for a few measly thousand dollars to use their buildings to set up uh, vaccination clinics. Look it up. Not everyone who comes and says that they are for the Lord is for the Lord because some are wolves in sheep's clothings. And I can honestly say for all those bastards Yes, I said it for all those bastards who use the building for the world's purposes. There is a lake of fire made for you. If you don't believe it, just keep living and keep doing what you're doing, serving the world rather than the Lord. Thank you once again, traveling pulpit family. I love you. I mean it. I mean it. These words do not fall from my tongue with 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 non-conviction you can test this by the spirit that there is love for me from from me to you and i hope that we can do this again on wednesday with wednesday with the word and then again on next saturday if the lord if it is the lord's will we will do this again on wednesday and then saturday For the Traveling Pulpit, I am Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice. I love you. I mean it. I said it. It comes from my heart, not my mouth. Goodbye for now.